We are recording with Miss Claire Lopez on Wednesday, July 19th, 2023 at 3.06 p.m. Eastern Time. And um, so, yeah, everyone go into the description. You can go find Claire, all the websites, all the writings, or Twitter. Um, and in there, I put at the, the top of it is the link to a to a video you sent me. It's about 40 minutes, if I believe, about, as you said, it's it's the Sound of Freedom meeting what's happening at the southern border and how you know never before has a judge ever declared that we are under invasion and then it's also not something as simple it's like it's like if you blamed the iraq war on on obama or trump it's like well they they inherited it this is different in that you have this guy going the safest border we ever had was under the last president and now not only not through even one term it is now the worst we've ever seen. So that's a pretty, that's a pretty clear cut twist in 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 this scenario, which I think you could then argue rationally that well this is the this is the result of of one of one president. But Claire, could you maybe kind of expand on that and tell the people? Yeah. You're so me? thank you for for uh, covering this topic, Tommy. It's it's so important and it's so timely um, at, at a time when. Um, the blockbuster film Sound of Freedom finally got released and is just raking up or racking up the uh, the, the uh, ticket sales in the um, the movie theaters, um, Sound of Freedom. And that is the story um, about a former um, ICE DHS officer, agent, uh, Tim Ballard, uh, who is assigned down in Latin America, I think it's Colombia, and um, he, he realizes, it, it, it really hits him down there, how prevalent, how widespread, and how massive um, the child sex trafficking business is. And um, the, the movie itself, which I have not yet seen, but I'm going to, um, focuses in on the story of one little boy um, uh, whom he, Tim Ballard, as, uh, you know, as portrayed in the film, um, sets out to rescue from from you know the clutches of child sex trafficking and then finds out after he succeeds with the little boy that there's his sister um you know still caught up in it and so he goes to uh, to rescue her too and uh, again as i say i haven't seen the film yet i plan to shortly but i think uh, what happens in the end is both those children are rescued um thanks to tim ballard who quit his job actually uh, to do that rescue, to, to, you know, enter into the dark, dark um, underworld of, of child sex trafficking, which is a global um, business. Um, but, you know, to bring it up to our own border, um, uh, apparently and, and horribly, Americans are among the biggest consumers of child sex pornography in the world. Um, and so our film, the one that, that you just saw a little while ago, Tommy, um, which is at our website, defendtheborder.org, defendtheborder.org, uh, is called Death County and the River of Broken Dreams. And this is a documentary about 43 minutes long, as you say, um, which picks up the story in a way 
of the trafficking, of the child trafficking, the human trafficking um, of others besides children, women, girls, um, that, that, that brings that trafficking into and across the entire United States. So uh, Death County is actually Brooks County in uh, Southern Texas. It borders right on Mexico and uh, the river, the Rio Grande. And uh, of course, the river of broken dreams is the, the Rio Grande. And so I think our, our film uh, in a way picks up and carries the story forward into America, into the United States. And not just what happens um, as effects uh, on, on American communities that are uh, overrun, to, to use the title of Todd Bensman's recent book, but it focuses on the migrants, the illegals themselves, who face an incredible journey, um, hardships. They're preyed upon by criminals along the way. Women and girls and boys are raped repeatedly. They get to the river, which has very dangerous currents, as I understand it, and those currents sometimes sweep these people away. They're drowned. Um, and then for those who actually do come across uh, illegally, um, not going through ports of entry or turning themselves into CBP, Customs, Border, Customs and Border Protection, you know, they're trying to make passage across um, private land often, but, but rugged, remote, um, you know, dangerous open desert land, and um, many of them don't make it. Uh, either because the coyotes, the, the, the cartel, uh, you know, guides who, who bring them across, uh, abandon them if they're hurt or sick or, you know, somehow they can't keep up, they're too young, they're too old, whatever, they can't keep up with the group, they just abandon them. And, and never mind all of those that we're hearing stories about, reports about now over and over, you know, of, of these illegals trapped inside of steel boxes, uh, tractor trailer um, compartments, um, you know, locked in by the, by the, uh, the, the coyotes to bring them north. Um, and then, you know, these, these poor people are found, you know, they're found dead. They're found dead in the trucks. They're found dead in the desert. Ranchers in our film, Death County and the River of Broken Dreams, Ranchers like Dr. Uh, Michael Vickers, for example, uh, who's featured in the film, you know, talk about finding bodies on their on their property on the ranch all the time, and and this is the tragedy um, that our film tries to portray, along with and and kind of as a pickup and a sequel um, on on Sound of Freedom, um, that that's you know seeing such enormous success in the movie theaters right now. <clears throat> just for kind of like a super big picture can can any of this happen without some sort of government complicity if not no if, it cannot if, i mean at the very least i mean on the no. worst end you'd have them involved doing it at the very least you'd have them turning a blind eye uh, it's involvement it's direct involvement and here's here's how it goes okay um the u.s taxpayer pays our taxes to the U.S. government. The Department of State uses some of those taxpayer dollars to fund 
not only programs to encourage aid, abet, and support and finance illegals from countries all the way as far south as South America, on up through Central America and so forth, but also to fund NGOs, non-governmental organizations like Catholic Charities, for example, which themselves are dealing directly with the cartels and which provide things like clothing and food, uh, water, shoes, backpacks, oh yes, and debit cards uh, to use for purchases along the route and maps to mark out that route from Central or South America on up north to our border. These things are being provided as well as camps, way stations and camps for the illegals along the way. That's our taxpayer dollars are helping to fund all of that. Yeah, directly. And that is not even beginning to talk about the policies of the Biden administration and the Alejandro Mayorkas Department of Homeland Security, under which are ICE and CBP, right? Um, not even talking about the policies at the border, which ended the stay in Mexico policy, um, have returned to catch and release policies, sometimes using the cover, a very flimsy cover of humanitarian parole into America. Uh, have done away with, at the end of May this year, May 2023, done away with the Trump era policy of DNA testing of purported claimed family groups to see if those children really do belong or are related to those adults uh, that are bringing them across the border. Um, and no enforcement of, of uh, removal by ICE of illegals from the United States and no enforcement inside the United States of the E-Verify system, which employers are supposed to use that, to check up about the citizenship status, the legal status at least, um, of people they're about to hire for their companies. No enforcement of any of those things I just mentioned. So yes, um, this is a huge change from during the Trump era uh, years of the Trump administration. Uh, it is absolutely deliberate. It is methodical. It is planned. Um, I don't know what else to say. This is all on purpose. And they do not care about the deaths at the river, at the border, um, we haven't talked about the rape trees yet, but we can. Um, can we're not even beginning to talk about, you know, the deaths in the desert uh, or the children who are then sold into sex slavery or sold into forced labor, which they're not even supposed to be, you know, working, found kids, nine, ten years old, in meatpacking plants in the middle of the night. All of that is known to the administration, known to the Department of Homeland Security, but they don't care. Can you expand on the uh, the rapes? Yeah, so I wrote about this some time ago, I think it was last fall, maybe October of 2022, uh, about the rape trees. So um, these are on the U.S. side of the border, and that's how we know about them, often found on private land again, these farmers and, and, and ranchers' land. Um, and, and these are trees where um, the cartel thugs hang the lingerie, the underwear, of the women and girls they've raped. 
and it's kind of a bragging tree, maybe you call it. And there's even almost like a, a competition among them for who has the most lingerie hung on the tree. But it's, it's all about the rape of women and girls. What, I mean, what can realistic, because it's, it's so in your face evil. What, what can realistically be done? I mean, like, I'm sure we can sit here and, you know, we can get up in arms and people are retweeting the sound of freedom and it's like, rah, rah. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm still just sitting here in a chair in an an apartment building. Like, what can realistically be done? Yeah, a few things. Um, Let's start at the local level because that's where I think this all uh, begins. It's where everything Um, starts. For everybody. Um, Please go to the website, defendtheborder.org. Watch our film, Death County and the River of Broken Dreams. Uh, And if you have the ability and the desire to do so, please hit the donate button. Because what we would like to do is to bring our documentary film to audiences around the United States. Uh, We did have the opportunity to show it in uh, the U.S. Capitol building on Thursday, um, July 13th. Uh, But we'd like to take it to other audiences, private audiences, public audiences all across the United States. And we need help to do that. So please hit that donate button if you can and would like to. Um, then, then the other thing, of course, is elections. It really matters a lot, for example, whom you vote for for sheriff, for example, because a sheriff is the senior law enforcement official of any county in the United States. So that post really matters. So do your district attorneys. Um, So elections, again, really matter. And I'm talking about local elections. Yes, you know, on up, um, you know, the the ballot, let's say, um, to your your state legislators and on up to Congress itself, that certainly does matter. And of course, presidential elections coming up next year in 2024, that all matters a lot. But start at the local level. Uh, If you can host, for example, a showing of our film, um, you know, let let us know. Let Tommy know. Tommy can let me know. Uh, if if you would like to host in a public space, maybe a library, uh, maybe a church hall or, or something like that, host um, a showing of that film. And some of us could could come and uh, and answer, uh, you know, Q&A, make some comments or we could do it by Zoom, whichever way works the best. We could do the things like that. Um, But then at the top level, uh, the things I mentioned just a minute ago, all those policies uh, of the Trump era administration uh, that the Biden administration has thrown out the window. And and it begins with stay in Mexico um, uh, and the uh, catch and release policy that Trump ended and Biden reinstated. restore DNA testing at the border for purported or claimed family units with children, make sure those kids really are related to those adults, enforce inside the United States ICE removal, ICE deportation of illegals, and then finally enforce inside the United States um, the E-Verify system that employers are by law obligated uh, to, to do, but don't do because it's not enforced. So you know, at your local level, you too can, um, you know, ask um, your representatives, are you aware of these things? Have you seen these films, both of the films? 
Sound of Freedom and ours. Um, what are you doing about E-Verify? Uh, what are you doing, Mr. Mrs. Representative, um, you know, about encouraging uh, the, the uh, observance of U.S. law for the deportation of illegals across the country? Uh, are you aware of the child sex trafficking that goes on in this country? Um, be alert for those things. Not that you can stop it yourself, <clears throat> and I would not recommend anybody trying to get involved in, in tracking down any of that stuff, but to be aware of things that don't seem right, um, you know, in public spaces, let's say, at a mall. Um, all of these things are, I think, things that, that local, you know, grassroots American citizen patriots can think about and, and, and maybe do. If you want, I can... Uh... I can just I can host the video here if you I mean seventeen thousand subscribers that's it's not it's not nothing I can upload it here I mean I don't I don't want to rob it I don't want to rob views from YouTube because I also understand the importance of it's my own dilemma with the podcast is whenever I have a really big episode it I'll see other people clipping it and uploading it and I get angry because I'm not getting the views but then ultimately I'm like I'm like it you know, no such thing as bad, you know, PR it's I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. So I don't want to like rob it of views because I know that, that no, it's important, but if you yeah, want, don't, don't think about it like that. I I'd welcome that. And, and so would our team. I just um, record it and upload it here. I don't. Yeah. It's public now. It yeah. is um, at the uh, defend the border.org website for anyone who wants to look at it mm-hmm. uh, or share it. Um, I, I think that'd be a great idea. You've got a tremendous audience. I've got, 17,000 here and about 3,000 on Spotify. So combined, that's wow. 20,000 people. If it's, I don't that's, know how. That's a lot. I don't know, you know. Please feel free to go ahead. And sure. uh, no, we, we'd be glad to have that extra, just, you know, visibility for the film. Just figured I'd ask. I mean, we could do that. And um, if you wanted, we could do like a follow up. We could get people on from it. I could be it. there. Yeah. yeah. And, and do follow up like Q and A with Absolutely. people. Absolutely, we could wanna... we could schedule it like a week out or something or longer, and, yeah. and I'll just tell people like, hey, on this day we're going to do a live thing. I can pull up the live chat and people can interact. Um, That's a with, great idea. Playing fire. Thought about it, but thank you. Just FYI, playing with fire with live chats. You never know who's going to show up, and you okay, can't true. Uh, just. I'm just letting you know you're going to have. I know people, you can handle it. I know I I can. I'm just like you're going to have people who are trolling. You're going to have people asking sincere yeah. questions. And then you're going to have people saying, "Hey, I'm in a cartel," and they're going to be just being as rude as they can for the yeah, sake of it. Yeah, I think that's why God made delete buttons. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm, I I was born and raised in the live era, so it's it's fine. But um, we could do that. We could upload it and then be like, hey. You could really give it some like you know lead time. Be like, hey, on this day and August yeah. August nineteenth at two p.m. we're gonna do a live uh-huh. chat. I'd be more than happy to. I'm. I think that'd be a terrific idea. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes. Well, because again, it, it to me it always comes down to like, what can I realistically do? You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 a powerless feeling when you see like a big problem, and you don't really know what to do. And you go, I hope the government yeah. fixes it. But I mean, I am in kind of a unique spot where I have a. A, a bit of an audience, not really anything compared to bigger channels, but it's something nonetheless. And I think that could be cool. I think every little bit helps. I thank you. I think so too. Absolutely. Um, and then to to kind of pivot from there, let's. So we we did the rape trees. Um, with the with the child labor because I vaguely remember. I think in 2010 I had to read the book Fast Food Nation. It's a pretty good book, but there's one section about it that is all about the the illegal immigrants that they use to work at like the Cargill mm. and Tyson plants and I mean 
the the way they describe it, it's horrible. It's like they're they're illiterate, undocumented, and technically they like don't exist. So when they and they were talking about adults, but they're like, I'm not even kidding. So when they get sucked into the meat grinder machines, like there's no problem. And it's you read it and you're like, you think you're reading The Jungle by Upton Sinclair, but it's based in 2010, not 1902, and it adds a whole nother level of evil to say, and their children. So can you maybe expand and on that? A lot of them are children. Yeah. And remember, we've, we've seen the news reports, I think uh, many people have recently, um, that even of children maybe paroled into the United, processed into the United States, resettled by Catholic charities and, and uh, you know, the NGOs, um, the number 86,000 of them, this appeared, as I recall, in congressional testimony, 86,000 children are, are lost. They don't know where they are. They don't know with whom they're, they, they are with, with whom they are. Um, over what time frame? 86,000. And that's just a number. Who knows how many it really is. Well, and not, not that it makes it any better, but over what time frame? Is that per year? Is that per quarter, per decade? Uh, no, I think that's within the last year or two. Good Lord. Fiscal year, um, 22 into now we're in fiscal year 23 86,000 lost unaccounted Just... for they don't know where they went because what happens here's what happens they the, the the many times unaccompanied children right um they'll be at the border they'll be processed through given into the hands of uh an ngo let's say and that ngo then finds a sponsor for that child or children and there's no background check nobody knows who these sponsors are what's their criminal history if any um but they're handed the children are handed over to them sometimes multiple children to the same sponsor and the address uh is, is a wildflower field in nebraska things like that have happened um and so that that's that number and and again it's probably larger than that now but the point of it is that that children are handed over to unknown persons who haven't passed a background check they don't know who they are and th there go the kids forced labor um the sex trade because remember every person including the children who are brought um, up to and across our southern border uh, by the cartels oh whichever cartel that is their passage fee if you will and and that's what those colored bracelets were about mm -hmm. remember when ted cruz had um secretary dhs mayorkas uh in congress in the senate questioning him and he had the great big uh photo of of, of a bunch of these colored wristbands and Mayorkas, of course, lied and said he didn't know what they were. Well, those wristbands denote uh, which cartel, how much money is owed. Now, yes, they abandon a lot of them. They throw them away on the Mexican side of the river sometimes. But believe me, the cartels have already checked out who and where their family are back home, wherever home may be. So they're not off scot-free. They don't just escape the cartels. And so going into this forced labor, going into the sex trade, uh, including sex trafficking of children, is the way they're paying it off. Uh, young men uh, may be forced into cartel gangs 
MS-13, for example, gangs across the United States. That's how they have to pay off their passage fee. So that that's what that's about. And then I think you know, it's kind of hard to, to top child sex trafficking, but and it is something of this isn't all just like, you know, I know Sound of Freedom's huge right now, but if anyone watched this podcast, you can go back to, I think, like summer 2020. As far back as then, I was interviewing people from uh, the Safe House Project, uh, Christy Wells, mm. uh, about just this. This is something I've been kind of like trying to use this platform to whatever extent I can. After that, there's the then there's just organ trafficking. So if you can get more comically evil than selling children to be raped, there's organ trafficking, which thus also yeah. implies death. Can you touch on that at all? Well, uh, the most I know about that really um, is centered on China and, and the Communist Party regime in, in, in China, which um, I probably know more about what they do inside of China than I do about the international let's, organ Let's touch on that. It's, it's... But it's, it's the same evil. Um, and, of course, inside of China, the regime is doing live victim organ harvesting of uh, regime opponents like Falun Gong, like Christians, uh, like the Uyghurs uh, out in Xinjiang province. Um, but yes, I, I do know that it's it's an international trade, again, organ harvesting, organ trade, um, also horrific. What do you mean live? Do you mean like vivisection? Yeah, they're alive. And they're, they're removing their, their liver, their kidney, their whatever it may be. Not that they remain alive, but... Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know why I had it in my mind that they would anesthetize them. Oh, no, 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 no. They're not going to waste they, that on Falun Gong or Christians or... They, but, but they, here, would if the it they would if it increased the quality of the product if they didn't want the person slashing around. Which, well, is, which is just beyond evil, but... Just un unbelievable horror. Um, and, and within China, uh, here here's the thing. The senior party officials... Uh, who may become ill with, with one, you know, disease or another, have first dibs on organs taken from, um, you know, these um, Chinese dissident populations, be they Christians or Falun Gong or Uyghurs or whatever. And so they, the, the senior officials of the Chinese Communist Party, you know, not only um, drive and, and, and direct and organize the organ harvesting, but they're the recipients of it too. It's so ghoulish. Yeah. It's like if you read this in a, in a, like a World War II propaganda pamphlet, you'd be like, well, this is just, you've kind of gone over the top. It's propaganda. You know those old propaganda things where it was like if you drive solo, you're driving with Hitler, and it was the, the importance of carpooling to save oil or something. If you saw this, you would say that this is, it's a joke because it's too evil. It, it's, it's beyond imagination that humans could, could, could do such, and I, be involved in such horrific deeds. It's I, just unbelievable. I, I would go out on a limb and say that it's maybe China is the primary one doing it. I, I doubt that they're the only ones receiving it. I bet you have wealthy people all over the world who need a connection some billionaire's dad needs a kidney or something, they're not going to wait in line. It, it may be, although, as I say, I know less about I, the international trafficking and, and I, yeah. uh, you know, organ harvesting, and probably I, 
less I am, than you yeah. do. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I think I, I probably know less than you. I'm obviously speculating wildly, but it, it kind of, it does and it doesn't matter where it's happening because it creates a market. You know, yeah. what does it matter if a pedophile watches child porn? Well, you're creating a market. It's well, they're not actually acting on it. Well, no, they are. Someone's acting on it by default. I didn't. I didn't, you know, I didn't strip mine Africa. What do I do with, well, yeah, I own a phone and I, you know, the phones are made with rare earth minerals. It's by default, you are creating the market by the transit of property, right? A equals B, B equals C, A equals C. You are doing that. And it's. It, well, and, I mean, plus the industry already exists if those children are in those films. God. They're already captive to that pornography industry. Has it always? I'm just. I'm kind of scrambling. Is it? Has it always been this bad? Is it just? You know, I. I have to say, I don't know. I've recently become more aware of these things, and have not spent a lot of time. Perhaps you've spent more time than I have, on these these particular topics. Um, I became, uh, you know, drawn into the topics and interested in in, in covering and them and speaking about them, um, primarily through my involvement in border issues that that's that's what um you know brought me to the topics uh and that's only in the last couple of years or so um when i realized the, the you know you know the interconnections the, the linkages between uh all of this the trafficking the child trafficking the child sex trafficking it, all of that um and and uh you know Please, again, go have a look at DefendTheBorder.org because we've posted a lot of articles there. And uh, time permitting, I uh, will submit not just articles, but commentary about them. Brief, you know, a few paragraphs commentary about whatever the story is. Uh, I try to do that as much as time permits, and others do that too. So uh, you'll see uh, over the last couple, three years, um, you know, many, many of these topics being covered there. And, and that's that's how I became involved. Have there been any, I mean, I guess on the topic of like, you know, your your efforts aren't for, for not, I mean, obviously Michael Yon documenting it on the southern border. Uh, my friend Baz, who was in CIA ground branch, he's he and Rick Prado, who are both Todd Bensman, another one. Yeah, they they kind of they've they're the, they were the first to record the illegals and the kids being dropped mm -hmm. off by planes and you know airports around the country in the middle of the night. So I mean, the efforts aren't for nothing. But I mean, is there any good news? Is there? I mean, I guess the it's now it's in the the social awareness. It's you know I, that's what I would say. Yeah, it's. It's, it's the raising of awareness um, that will be the beginning of changes in policy uh, and hopefully at some point changes in elected officials, elected and appointed officials. Um, but it had to start, you know, uh, with a groundswell at, at the grassroots level uh, because the, the, the senior officials were not going to do anything about this. They could care less, um, could not care less. Um, I wasn't but gonna, that, I wasn't that gonna awareness, you, just but like I'm, you say, it is growing, huh? I said I wasn't going to correct you, but I'm glad you did. Oh. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> it's, uh, there's some people get so militant, they're like, it's, I could not care less. I mean, the meaning's the same. But, uh, yeah, that, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but anyway, the, the point being that this begins, um, yeah. as with other things, I, I guess, 
at the local level with the outrage, uh, the awareness, and then and then the anger and the outrage at the local level. And I, I really think that that film, uh, The Sound of Freedom, um, you know, it's been seen now by thousands and thousands of people, and it's still going gangbusters, as I understand it. I think this is only the second, third, what maybe third weekend coming up, I guess. Yeah. So um, it, it's it's really really showing a lot of people across the country, you know, the evil of what's going on with child trafficking. But I I hope that also you know the um, the ability now to see our film as well um, will will carry that story forward, um, you know, into our focus on what's going on here at the border and then inside the United States itself. What is, yeah, because, I mean, diagnosing something is always the primary spot. You have to do the very, right? I mean, that's what they say about, you know, you know Narcotics Anonymous or alcohol, right? It's, it's I, I have a problem. That's step one. That's always step mm-hmm, one. It's almost mm-hmm. a meme. But at the very least, identifying it is the first part to, to accept that it's happening. I mean, right, we're seeing it with COVID now, how I think yesterday there's some report about we're going to restrict funding to Wuhan because of, Finally. It, it's like, yeah, man, three years like, ago, that would get you kicked from YouTube. I know. And now it's like, well, granted, we understand that Wuhan was doing Ganafo. It's like, no, 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 no. You said that 36 months ago. You're a xenophobic Nazi. And now it's, well, granted. And it's so. Because it's coming up. And and, and here again, you know, uh, I'll, I'll make the point that elections do matter. And Republicans taking control of the U.S. House of Representatives has given um the Republican Party and and its uh, committee chairman, sub subcommittee chairman and uh, members, the opportunity to hold hearings and to issue reports. Now, you might say, well, what good does that do? Well, again, it's getting the story out there um, to to average everyday American citizen patriots who themselves then will take action at the local level uh, and in future elections coming up. Um, so it, it, it really, it does matter, but as we're seeing, you know, as you're saying, it's taken such a long time to gather steam and it, it really did, um, take off, I guess, after the Republicans, you know, um, took control of the house in really in just January of, of this year, 2023. So, you know, we're in July now, seven, almost eight months later. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, it, it is important to move from it doesn't exist to, all right, it does exist, but we live in an evil world. But, I mean, how creepy is it when you see the the marching the marching orders given to every major new, CNN, New York Times, Rolling Stone, Washington Post? They're all coming out and they're like, this is QAnon, like babble. This is a bunch of conspiracy. It's like, dude. Man, I, I it doesn't make it right, but I get you guys have like a psychosis with Trump and everything Orange Man does is bad. I've kind of accepted that. This is another level of delusion. And on one well, hand, watching watching them backtrack um, is an important step, and it is one more step on the way to confronting this stuff. The I mean, the absolute utter evil of the human heart that's put possible um you know among the most depraved of human beings but but that that acknowledgement finally coming out in in you know lamestream media as we call it um is another step 
oh, well, maybe, uh, sort of, well, we didn't know, well, you know, it's a necessary next step. Sure. Uh, it's taking forever, uh, and the children can't wait. Many of them, it's too late for them. But maybe we could save others. But just to hear people write it off. So, yeah. on one hand, on like a, on a human level, and it doesn't make it good, I do understand it. I do understand it in that it is a thought process of maybe you don't want to address it. It's so evil. I get that. Sure. The human mind goes, I don't know. You know, you go through a trauma, you find out someone mm -hmm. in your family dies. I mean, I know you kind of, you, you kind of go numb for a couple of days. You're like, yeah, that didn't happen. I get it. That's a human response. Sure. But so, you know, if you see this, I, you know, this movie purporting that there's this multi-billion dollar, tens of billions of dollars, human child trafficking, I get where your mind might shut down and you grasp the nearest hanging fruit and you go, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. Okay, sure, I, I, I get that on a human level. But to continue to go about it and go, no, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't bite QAnon bait. I don't take, and it's like, dude. And so on one hand, it's either these news, these news corporations are coming out and denying it because it is, you know, it is in vogue, just like it's vogue, you know, to call Donald Trump a Nazi. It's, it's fashionable to say this, which is moralless, uh, or sorry, uh, yeah, lacking moral and heartless. On the worst hand, it's you're getting marching orders from power factions that want you to say this. And why well, do those power? Why? And why do those power because factions are, want you to say it? There are people and groups and institutions in this country involved in it, and <sighs> the veil is slipping now. The curtain is being drawn back now. And it's being exposed. And that has to happen. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I mean... It's just kind of wild that it actually is starting to... Like, I mean, I think everyone's always had hunches and inklings in that, you know, just reading any history of the last hundred years that humans are more evil than you can possibly fathom. But it is so wild that, like, in the same year that I can pick up my phone and order McDonald's and it'll be here in 20 minutes and I never have to exchange cash or even see the person, the food will just be in the lobby of my building. In this, like, same universe at this same time that there are shipping crates full of children that are being smuggled so that they can be raped repeatedly multiple times a day often for years and then eventually killed and had their organ it's it's yeah you, the, it's your just, brain short circuits yeah yeah because it's, it's, it's yeah. divide by Normal zero human brain, brain people's brains short circuit for sure yeah we we don't want to realize we don't we don't want to face you know um that, joseph that... conrad kurtz's oh the horror the horror right um we don't we who don't live in that world and have never had a, any connection to that world um find it appalling and and horrible but we have to face it if if we're going to do away with it we're going to end it you have to face it and then there's you know and i think one another reason and i think not i think it is applicable to everyone is you you're either saying that this is QAnon bait because you're complicit in it and you are a pedophile and you should burn in hell, 
the second half is like you're human and you just it's hard to imagine that this is oh my god this is real but then there is something and it does come down and everyone is to some degree if you're at a giant dinner and the bill split even if you just got like a cup of ice you do owe somebody five cents to some degree by existing in this world it has happened on your watch. Even if I'm 32, I have a biology degree, I do a podcast. What have I possibly had to do with child trafficking? By living in this world, and it's, it is happening. Well, once to, you realize. Once, once you realize, once, once you're time, aware maybe, of it. You yes. know, we, we become aware, um, you know, that the heart of darkness is not just a river in Africa. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in the hearts of human beings. And that, that is. That's what Joseph Conrad meant. That is something that you have to come to terms. And I guess on one, it is maybe almost lightning. And you go, well, it's it's not your fault because you didn't know about it till now. But now that you do know about it, you you are on the hook, even if it just means. Well, and and we, we jump in and try to do whatever yeah. we can do. You in your world, me in mine, and, um, you know, Tom Holman and Tom Trento in our group in ours. So I guess the good news is is you you can still do even if you're just sharing a link to an episode or a movie. It sucks, but you can still do something. Mm -hmm. But if going forward from here, you plant your feet in the ground and go, it's not happening, it's all conspiracy, now to a degree, no matter how light, you are complicit. Yeah, absolutely so. Whew. Well, I'm I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to balance my karma sheet, and I'm gonna upload that 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 uh, 43 minute video here, and um, I will coordinate with you, and we can yeah. uh, set something up. Uh, to That'd do be a like great a, idea. A live Q and A. Yeah, be available whenever we want to. Can you know work out a mutual date to schedule that? Yeah, yeah. I, I think we should put it out like at least two Thank weeks you. or something just so people and i'll just like mm -hmm. remind everyone every day like hey nine days until this thing so at least get some visibility um but okay. if you want to if you want to maybe contact people in the and defend the border uh about doing that just the very idea of it and then we yeah we can get we can get back with the oh time. i know that they'll go for it I, I don't even have to ask of beautiful. course i'm going to tell them all right beautiful but i know that they'll be uh, very much supportive and thankful to you beautiful uh for, for the idea well, let's let's get that ball rolling, and um, okay. yeah, guys, if you go into the description, you can go find the link to the video as well as the website. The website's also in there, and you can go donate at the very least. Go watch the video or share it, and we will get the ball rolling on uh, doing a Q and A. But um, with that, Miss Claire Lopez, let's wrap this one up. Okay, thanks, Tommy. Thanks yes, so much. Thank you, and uh, yeah, guys, thanks for watching. I know this is a difficult episode, but we can start here and. Uh, just get after it. Nothing else to do but to get after it. So, Claire, thank you. Guys, thank you for watching. Till next Recording time, Ms. Lopez. Stopped. Thank you so much. Peace.